That was good. That oh, was good. thanks. <clears throat> I meant thanks, the whole Aaron. segment, but yes. Aaron, yeah, all everybody, that was good. good job. Thanks, Aaron. Back pats, everybody. Aaron. <laughs> that's the first time Aaron's done that in a while. Like, Norman's <laughs> like, uh, we got like. That was fucking minutes. bad, guys. <laughs> Keep Come talking. on, guys. We got to <laughs> fill another 30 minutes here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's episode 55 of Beers in the Live. Got a great episode for you this week. We got into talking about the Hurricanes and their offer sheet on Cut Kenyemi up in Montreal. We talked about the Women's World Championships in USA versus Canada. And we talked a little bit about the different feel between league games and tournament games, specifically Johnstown. So here we go. Weird sound extreme over there, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking there, bud? I have Flying Dog's new hazy IPA, Hop Electric. Oh, nice. Friend of the pod, Brandon McGee, just dropped it off today. So I decided I'll open yeah. that one. Nice. <laughs> what about you, John, and your nondescript hotel room <laughs> yeah. Re- reporting to you live from a eastern seaboard location um i have a pounder pilsner from heavy seas brewing company so heavy seas baltimore yeah. local balmer yeah. local aaron what about you i have a coors Le- oh sorry for a habit <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a 1923 Kolsch Ale from Millstream Brewing Company. Wow. Millstream out of Amana, Iowa. It's pretty good. It's Kolsch. I love me some Kolsch's. Why yeah. we uh Aaron switching it up? I told you guys I've got a subscription. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so this is the first of uh your wife was tired of hearing your boring beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody else. They hit, a, they hit a home run. They sent you a Kolsch. Prepare for the next couple of IPA months. <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually sent me two IPAs. Uh, one of them, I don't think I'm going to like at all. It's called Hop Cellerator. And the label says that it has like five different kinds of hops. I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to drink it. <laughs> well, if you get the IPAs, well, I'll trade you. I'll trade you <laughs> some, so yeah. I may take you up on that. Yeah. What do you got, Daniel? What are you drinking? I have uh Aaron's Coors Light tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, take it easy. Yeah, take it easy tonight. <laughs> so Carolina did some things. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it, Aaron. <laughs> All right. I'll let I'll let Eric go in and then I'll carve him. Just go ahead, Eric. Like say your two cents on it, because I have my own opinion on it too. Way back Ugh. when uh Wayne Gretzky was talking about <laughs> the New Jersey Devils. Uh and he referred to them as a certain animated mouse <laughs> organization still under copyright until 2024 <laughs> apparently <laughs> and 
I can't help. I can't. I can't help. I can't help but think about the current things that the Carolina Hurricanes are doing in that context. What what say you, John? So I'll subtract the fact they have to supply if if big if for Mark Bergman and actually he kind of endeared himself to like the four of us during the playoffs, like with the suits and the hair and everything. Like we were like, man, Mark Bergman looks like he was playing chess the whole time and everybody else is playing check. But if big F, they don't match it. Carolina has to give a first and a third in next year's draft, which they have a first, second and third in the next three drafts. So, Whatever. If you want to burn draft capital, go for it. If you want to pay a guy who hasn't scored more than 11 goals in all of his NHL seasons, $6 million, sure, whatever. They only tried to offer Dougie Hamilton 6.2, and they let their starting goaltender and Vesna caliber rookie goaltender go for half a million dollars, essentially. That was the budging room. So you're going to pay this other guy $6 bucks who was also a healthy scratch during the Stanley Cup final. Oh, because they were trying to win. Say his name. Oh, yes, Barry Cockley Okay. I just yeah, I I wanted you to say it because I was going to mess it up. <laughs> say his name. <laughs> yeah, names, I'm, I'm good on the, on the... I'm actually better on, like, the, the Scandinavian names, the Russians. It's just a butcher fest for me. I can't say anything. <laughs> like, I'm so glad the Cavs have Al- had Alexander Simmon forever because I could say that name and Ovechkin, like, I was good. <laughs> but, like, when Burakovsky came to town, I'm like, Bird, yeah, whatever. He's a, he, he's, a, he's a Swede, by the way. He's not Russian. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Burakovsky. Well, that's like Barkov. <laughs> Barkov is actually a Finn. It's like, yeah, yeah it's weird. <laughs> but anyway, but, um, yeah, I just don't – it is the most – and if anyone, like I said, if they think – if any Carolina fan is sitting out there like legitimately going, we trolled them so bad, this is great, I'm like, you guys are idiots. Because Aho is worth the offer sheet that the Habs sent him, and I said it on Discord, on our Discord thread. Aho's agent probably told Montreal, like, hey, we're probably not going to get the money I want. You should just offer sheet them. And the Habs were smart. They sent the offer sheet that the hurricanes ended up matching it. But like those guys are so they're penny pinching (laughs) troll jobs. Like they don't even get like the other thing too. And I don't think they realize this, but they pay him 6 million bucks. What happens with someone scores like 17 goals next year? You have to pay him $9 million. Like, Like they're, they're screwing themselves. Cocky Lammy has, he hasn't scored more than 11 goals in an NHL season, or I think 12, his, his rookie year. Yeah, his rookie year. And he was scratched during the playoff run, including the cup final. Yeah, anybody who's trying to say that he is a $6 million top whatever center, you're out of your mind. I mean, he, he's yeah. got no peers at $6 million with his level of production. And the, the only person that they screwed was him 
Yeah. Yeah. Now he has no leverage with Montreal. I don't think he had much to begin with, but. And they're not going to pay that. No, I think they're going to take the picks. Yeah. Which means that Carolina's going to pay it. Yeah. And then the kids, the kids going to have hard, a hard time. He's got to have a $6 million a year this year to get another deal. And granted, yeah, it's one year. Yes. But if you think his next year is worth $6 million. No. No. That's a big, (laughs) that's a lot of, lot of, those are big shoes to fill. And that means he's going to take a pay cut next, next deal he gets. Like there's no way he gets another $6 million unless he somehow lives up to that this year. So there's just no way. So think about it too. Philip Deneau on the free agent market, who is a spectacular defensive center. What's not like he was great in Montreal for years. I think a lot of people because of the cup run and everything, he kind of showed his worth. LA gave him 5.5. Now I think that's a little high for a defensive forward. Who's not putting in, let's say 15 to 20 goals a year. Now I understand that's, that's what LA needed. They needed to shield some of the younger kids in between Kopitar. I get that. So like to LA, he is worth 5.5. And I, I do think Philip Deneau is a very good NHL player. 5.5. I'm not saying it's like, you know, a great contract. I'm not saying it's a bad contract, but that's what he's worth. So you're, so Carolina is essentially telling Montreal after that, where Montreal was like, we don't want to pay him 5.5. And I get that with the young kids that they have, like Suzuki and a few others. Now you're telling me the guy you scratched in the Stanley Cup final because you don't want him playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning is worth $6 million for a year? Like, that's Don Waddell and Tom Dundon. It's because they're they're trying to be petty. Yeah. Because of that Ajo situation. Yeah. Yep. It, it kind of reminds me of the Dave Chappelle skit, the uh, when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wu-Tang! Wu-Tang! Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to offer sheet this guy, and then they're going to be like, okay, give me picks. Even, even on Twitter, even on Twitter, like, essentially what they said about the offer sheet, was almost word for word. I mean, they switched a few things around to the Aho statement that Bergevin did. Yeah. And I just, when I read it, I almost ran through a wall for Mark Bergevin. Like, you guys are idiots. Like, Mark Bergevin, that was a smart idea. Like, you try and put a team kind of in a corner, see if they pay him. If not, great. But, like, this is just, it's a reckless use of an offer sheet, I think. Nobody wins. Nobody at all wins. No, no, no. no. Montreal wins. Ish. I mean, they'd probably rather have kept the guy and paid him like what he's worth. But and they'll come out with some picks. But what if Kakaniemi comes out and has thirty this year? Then Caroline. Then whoever in whoever ends up keeping him, then they win. But that's 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 a bit of a stretch to think that that's a possibility. Do you know something about him, Daniel? <laughs> do you know, do you, Should we be putting some money on this guy? I know. Yeah. <laughs> do I got to go back to Charlestown and put a future <laughs> on his goals, not Carolina, just his goals. Just his goals. <laughs> his goals. Yeah. Just his goals. Well, in, a, in whatever situation, I think Carolina loses. I mean, even unless, unless they end up getting him and he lives up to a $6 million contract, that's right. the only way they win. But that's 
not likely. I mean, Carolina definitely loses here. Montreal loses somebody that they might be able to continue to develop a little bit more and keep in their system for a normal going rate. But now they have to change. Now they have to turn picks into somebody like that again or somebody better, whatever. I mean, a first round, that's that's good, obviously, but I don't know. You, you, you've got somebody that you know can is really close. Somebody who's really close to being a good player. But uh, so it's Montreal's going back a step and Carolina would be taking on cap or Montreal would be taking on cap and Carolina just it's I don't think that there's really any anybody who's really going to win in lots of losers. The other thing, too, is like I look at some of the guys on Carolina's roster, like Vinny Trocek, who's had 40 points in the league. He scored over 12 goals in a season and stuff like <laughs> he makes 4.75 a year now. And he's a UFA after this season. I don't see how he doesn't walk into their offices and go like six. Mil. I want I want. No, I, I go. Want I want seven. Yeah. I want seven <laughs> or six and a half. Yeah. And go, if you don't pay me, I'll go somewhere else. Because now, unfortunately, whether the Carolina Hurricanes think it or not, they're kind of screwing themselves because I'm sure there's guys in the locker room that are like, well, you didn't give Dougie more than six. And he was like part of this team. You didn't give, um, what was the goalie that left? Nadelkovic. Nadelkovic. Ned. They, they didn't budge Ned. for a half a million dollars <laughs> for him. But now you're signing a kid who was a healthy scratch during the cup final because that's that's what he is. And there were a lot of rumors out of Montreal that they were just going to let him walk anyway, like just not tender him or send him to the A. And you're going to pay that guy six million bucks. There's going to be a lot of a lot of players that are bent about that number, especially if they their agents have already had conversations regarding next season with the ownership and the management. Oh, that's that's what you're gonna do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that it's it's a stupid move on Carolina's part, all in the name of memes. Like all that <laughs> they did with this, and that's really what it is. It's the fucking memes. They changed their Twitter bio to French. Like it, they did the same uh, yeah, yeah. thing that Bergevin's same statement that Bergevin did. Like it's it's all yeah. about the memes. It's the bad press is good press kind of mentality. Like it's it's dumb. I don't know. It, yeah, they're definitely going to lose. It'd be better, though, if if the Habs match it, send them a big middle finger, and then Kakiyami has like 50 goals this year by some odd fluke. <laughs> some way, like he just shoots the daylights out of everything. This is very unlikely, because in Carolina, good luck if you get more than 12. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that'd be that'd be great, but that's not going to happen. That's not that's not the way to play this from a from a risk management standpoint. That's a stupid move. Take those picks and run. Yeah. That's what Montreal does. That's exactly what they should do. They've done really well drafting thus far. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they developed this kit. Maybe the in another system doesn't ever crack an NHL lineup. I mean, they've they de- they're developing players. They're they're doing good drafting and they're developing. So uh, picks for Montreal is probably pretty good. Six million dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, plus and plus two. It's a first and a third. 
like there are players on Montreal. I would totally play that game if they were in that situation of, yes, let's risk a first and a third because the gamble is worth it. Like, even if you don't get the player, the gamble is worth it. There are other players in the NHL. I don't think that's the player you key in on and go, that's the one we want to spend a first and a third on. Just not. Just not at all. Maybe Gold Caulfield. (laughs) Easily Gold Caulfield. Yeah, Yeah, but his... (laughs) Dude, his... His His ceiling is probably too high. Yeah, Yeah. his contract is going to be ridiculous when it finally gets to that point. Yeah, and yeah. even even a guy like Suzuki, I mean, where they're they're kind of projecting him, and even kind of he showed it, you know, in the regular season, he may not do the damage you kind of want, but obviously in the playoffs, that kid shows up, like almost like I hate to use a comparison because I hate comparing players, but like Jonathan Taves, regular season, he's not going to put up seventy points or eighty points, but in the playoffs, he's scoring almost every game and is a factor every time he's on the ice. I think that's a good. I was yeah. going to say he strikes me as a player that turns into a leader for that franchise, you know, no. down the road. And so that's, yep. they're in for the long haul with, you know, somebody like him and obviously Caulfield. And um, I, I was a little bit surprised that Deneau went so easily. Um, but because I thought, you know, Maybe you try and keep him around another three years if you can. You know, one of those bridge deals. Um, but, you know, whatever the business is, it is. But yeah, Suzuki, I think he projects as like one of those leader type players for that franchise. I definitely see that. Well, in, in two, looking at Montreal very quickly. He would be, if he if Kakayami got that contract, he would be the second highest paid forward behind Brendan Gallagher. <laughs> and gosh, where does that put him in the Canes organization? How much would he <laughs> would he be like one of the top two or three? He there? makes more. He make I know for a fact he already makes more than Teravo, Stall, Trocheck. More than the, Stall. He would be third on forwards. Third highest paid forward in the Canes. And that's third highest on the team. Because it's Aho, Svechnikov, Kakanyemi. 6.1. And then Stahl makes six even. And then Tervo makes 5.4. Nino... 5.25, 5.25, Vinny Trocheck 4.7. And yeah, that's essentially your top six right there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see in like, I don't know, five, five, ten years or so, um, what these um, draft picks, what they turn into <laughs> and see if they panned out into a better career or better overall for uh, Montreal than Kotkaniemi does for whoever he plays for. I have a feeling it's probably going to be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> remind me in 10 years. I have ago. a feeling. Yeah. Remind me in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> if it takes that long. Yeah. If that long. Yeah. yeah. It may be fast. Cause they could, 
you know, they could turn those picks around in a trade package for somebody they mm-hmm. feel like they need, you know. You never know. Montreal could possibly send that first and third to Buffalo for Mr. Jack Eichel. Yeah. <laughs> who huh. actually wait, what? Who actually just changed agents. <laughs> what? Which is very intriguing. Because I read that like a hawk on Sunday when it was announced that he went with Pat Brisson, who kind of like Alan Walsh, I think Pat Brisson's a hair above Alan Walsh because he doesn't mess around on Twitter. Um <laughs> But it's not an Pat artist. Brisson's, yeah, he's the guy that gets shit done around the <laughs> NHL. Yeah, he's not an artiste. <laughs> I mean, so, if you if you wanted to be, it'd be real easy. I mean, it's the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally a sword. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Alan Walsh is probably like just asking clients, like, "Hey, you guys want to go to Buffalo? Just curious." Anybody? No, no. Okay. Okay. Really good. Sure, sure. Really good at drawing swords. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's my thing. It's my thing. Because <laughs> you know Bob Ross would always do landscapes. He's like, I'm really good at drawing swords. Any type of sword you want. Like <laughs> happy little sword. Happy, happy little, little sword here. <laughs> Just make a little happy little sword. And then you gotta Shake your brush out like the devil. Just beat the devil out of it. Just beat the devil out of it. Just beat the devil out of it. All right. What other hockey shit's going on? Nothing. Women's Worlds. We're going to the championship. Yeah, We're going to the gold medal gold, game, baby. Medal. That's why I wore this hat. The USA hockey hat. Do or die. Whole game. USA's do or die. I don't know if Canada won or not. Probably did, but. Fuck those fucking maple suckers. (laughs) (laughs) I get so bent at Canada World Championship time. I don't even care. Yeah, they won four nothing. Yeah. And they beat they beat USA in the uh preliminaries five one or something like that. I feel like it was like six one or something. Yeah, I don't remember what the score was. Yeah, it was bad. That was well brought up. Too bad you weren't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Aaron, say some, or Danny, say something about Team USA. They got beat by Canada. That's about as far as I know. (laughs) No, no, no. They didn't get beat by Canada. They got to play Canada. No, they They, got beat by them in the preliminaries, but now they're going to play in the gold medal Uh, game. Is that tomorrow? Oh, we did did lose in Canada. Yeah, in the preliminaries. Yeah. Yeah, I looked I looked it up. I'm like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. I'm like, oh, they lost to Canada. <laughs> I thought they were done. No. That wasn't <laughs> a that wasn't medal round or knockout round or whatever it is now. Ah. Oh. That was the first game they got scored on at all, though. Yeah. Shit, they, <laughs> yeah. They can they'll give one up. Whatever. And then yeah, yeah. then they played Japan and won ten to two. <laughs> yeah. And then beat Finland three to zero. They've only gotten scored on seven times in what seven games. Yeah, they're they're doing all right. They'll be all right. Yeah. Some they're people doing, are saying they're that they're not playing that well, but I think they're okay. I think they're all right. I think I think all the teams are shaking off the rust. I really do. Like you kind of watch it. There's some things that aren't as crisp. Just it, it's been a long layoff for them. I mean, USA does have a lot riding on their five time world champions 
you know, so going into the gold medal game, this will, the gold medal game is actually on Tuesday. We air on Wednesday. So unfortunately it'll, you know, the result will already be out. Hopefully we're shipping Sam, ship, geez, butcher that one. Sipping champagne. Yeah. (laughs) Champagne (laughs) campaign. Yeah. Champagne. Yeah. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Yeah. I'm trying to get (laughs) a mess right now. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully USA does the same thing that we've done the last five straight times. We beat the opponent in the gold medal game. It's not a problem. So, the opponent, the opponent, the There's opponent, maple suckers in Canada. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> Actually, I do like the fact that like Canada, especially like they're. It's kind of cool. The top players for Canada are really playing well. Mary Poulin, Nurse, all them. And USA, you know, we got Alex Car- Carpenter scoring today. Hillary Knight, Coin. They're all they're all clicking on all cylinders now. So it should be best on best going into the gold medal yeah. game. I hope. Yeah, I hope so. So the superstars are out. Be good. Yeah, and Hillary Knight. Yeah. A week later, she is officially the all-time leading scorer for USA women's hockey in the World Championship. She that's passed cool. Cammy. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Good for her. Oh, oh, by the way, did I, did I, did I send you guys about the trip with the kids this weekend? Did I send you guys that when, as soon as I Other walked than- in, as soon as I walked into the hotel, I was like, holy shit, this is. Econolodge, yeah, but it's just big, <laughs> it's like three times as big as the Econolodge in, in uh, downtown awesome. Johnstown. Like it was the same it's a setup. Mega econolodge. You know how the Econolodge in Johnstown has a breakfast? I'm using air quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, it was yeah. the same it's like deal. Loops. <laughs> it was the same. It was the same deal. You know, it was it was funny. Like I forget who I was having the conversation with. Like I remember it was like about OFBG, but we compared it to like the Johnstown weekends and other tournaments we do as like adults. And we're like, we go like in OFBG, we kind of just don't fucking care. We're just like, what the fuck? We're down by three goals. It doesn't matter. But we're like, he's like, it's tough because like we kind of technically don't care, but we put in effort to care. He goes like, we go down by a goal or two. No one on the bench is like, you're a fucking piece of shit or like, because no one blames each other. We just go and attempt to get the next goal. Right. He goes and like he's like we've had the same mentality when we're when we smoke a team, which we've been on that end more times or not that we get fucking shellacked. It is what it right. is. But he right. goes, he goes like the attitude's the same. Like we don't care. And it's right. all, he goes, we're all positive and we all pump each other up. But he goes, and we come back on Sunday night and we're just like, you're such a fucking pussy. I hope you fucking <laughs> die. Like you're like I, f- I can't remember. But he was like he was kind of like the. The way we are in Johnstown is like how we more care about hockey. Like we treat Sunday night like it's a gentleman's club. Like we just don't care. Like we're just there. Like that's yeah. what he said. Like he's like, we skate, we get a sweat, but like it's, we don't care about the end result. It's the routine, right? Yeah. It's the routine. And like the the Johnstown trip or any trip like that is not the routine. And so you're looking forward to it and you go away and all you're doing is that and i think that environment can only breed positivity and so 
that's mm-hmm. the attitude for everybody that's on that team, right? For the whole time, no matter what's happening, yeah. you yeah. know, whether we're up or down or what happened last game or what's going to come up or whatever. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's way, it's a way different environment than the normal weekly game routine, which, you know, has a much different environment and feel about it. Like you're saying, John. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's where you get some of the, like more, I don't know, hardcore chirping and (laughs) (laughs) I, I'd even say that like Sunday nights with OFBG, the atmosphere on the ice between the benches, even it's the same as it is in the parking lot. Like it's exactly the same, but in Johnstown, we have a beer, like a, a parking lot OFBG kind of attitude right up until we're going down the walkway to get on the ice. It's a very different feel when you're on the bench in Johnstown from the entire rest of the weekend. It's almost like our, our group has two personalities. It's like, we don't give a shit when we're off the ice, but when we're on the ice, we're going to give a shit for this game. Right. And then once it's over, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter or whatever. And I but would, I would when definitely we're on the ice, say, it's like, okay, we're giving a shit. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. definitely say it's not always the end result where it's like win loss, et cetera, but it's like we want to put a decent effort in. Now, granted, yeah, yeah, yeah. some members show up so banged up they don't know where the hell they are. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> some, of us, some of us some of us only go to one entrance because it's like a 20 foot drop for them when they get on the ice <laughs> but yeah like we all take that pretty seriously because it's fun like we're skating in a yeah historic and, building and maybe it's because gotta, we're like it's our team right so we have that pack mentality yeah. where you know, we're all hanging out together and we're in our team environment and we're going to play together as the team. And then we hang out together as the team and everything. Maybe that has something to do with it and it do with it. And it's all, it's a lot like, you know, the kids, right? Like, like we started with where, you know, they go away together and they kind of form those bonds and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I like that explanation aaron i like that 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 there's definitely a switch there is like it feels different yeah it absolutely feels different on the bench in johnstown they're way different than the normal weekly you know whatever Mm -hmm. here at home yep (laughs) and i'd even say that we turn the the ofbg you know parking lot kind of mentality we turn that up to 12 in Johnstown. <laughs> yeah, we turn that. Like it's it's the, even worse. We do the spinal tap. We take it up to 11. Because yeah. you need to go past 10. Take it up to 11. We take yeah. it to 12 we instead. We 12. Yeah. <laughs> 12. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time to turn it back down from 12 for now. So we'll bring 55 to a close here. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. We really appreciate your attention. We appreciate our supporters on Patreon and everybody in the Discord who's been talking with us. Check us out at beersandalot.com to get info on the Discord and how to become a Patreon and support us. Be sure to follow us on social media at Beers and the Lot. Be sure to catch John's memes as they come out on Twitter through the rest of the week. And we'll catch you next time. 
Thanks again for listening.